Hey everyone, this is Let's Get Practical with Daryl Girardier. This podcast about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. And today we're talking about how to deal with technophobic staff. Now when I say technophobic staff, here's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about people on your staff, volunteers, staff members, however you want to phrase it, in your church who just have a fear of technology. They don't want to touch it, don't want to deal with it. They think it's beyond them, if you will. And so you've got those people on your team, on your staff, and that's the way they feel about technology. Maybe it's even church members for that matter, but they've got this fear of technology. However, you're probably keenly aware that you need them involved in technology in terms of social media, Maybe it's helping out on Sunday morning behind the uh, at the media desk, maybe doing PowerPoint slides or lyrics or whatever. You've got various things on your communications media teams that you've got to fill these positions or you need to help equip staff to be able to do stuff for themselves. I like Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or TikTok or whatever it is that you're doing. You want to equip them to be able to do those things, even maybe even send the emails for that matter. And to sort of scale out your work, you need them, you need them involved. But for a lot of them, you're going to hear stuff like, I'm just, you know what, I'm just not that smart. I'm not that tech savvy. You may hear that phrase. Or you know what, that's something that young people do. I'm not a young person. I'm X age. And therefore, you know what, it really, I didn't grow up with this stuff. So therefore, I really, you know what, it's not for me. So you probably hear that. So I want to kind of give you three things to think through and to kind of, to, uh, to kind of unpack that I think will help you deal with technophobic staff and kind of get them on your team, if you will, or kind of move them into the technology world in hopefully a gentle way that will uh, get them where they need to be. First thing, one, you need to help them understand that this is not about brains, smarts, or their age. This is not a thing about how intelligent you are or how young you are. This is really about time spent. In other words, time spent with the technology. And here's the example I always use. When it comes to changing oil in a car, okay, I can kind of do it if I had to. If I was forced to do it, I probably could pull it off. But my dad or my grandfather, they could do it blindfolded. They knew exactly how to change the oil. They knew exactly what to do, where to unscrew this, drain the oil, where to put the oil in, change the oil filter. They knew all of that type of stuff. They just know how to do that. And why do they know how to do it? Because they've always done it. They've, they've never taken their car to a Jiffy Lube or some sort of quick change express. They've always changed their oil. So they've spent time doing it. So therefore, they have the ability to do that. Not me. I take mine to a shop somewhere and they just handle it for me. Uh, so I've never spent the time on it. However, again, if I spent the time learning how to do it and practice it, I'd probably get pretty good at it where I could do it with myself with with no problem at all. But that was not a matter of not me me not being smart or not having the brains, if you will, or even being the, the right age. It's it's really about me not taking the time to learn it or actually spending time with it. Technology works the same way. It's not about your acumen or your age. It's really about the time you spend with the, with, with the technology. And that brings me to point number two. When you talk to people, you got to first unpack that, guess what? It's not about their brains or smart their age, but... It's about motivation. What's the motivation that they have to learn about these techno- te- these technical tools that they that you want them to use? What is their motivation or, or do they have the proper motivation or do you need to give them motivation to do it? And the example I use there is this, is that I find it funny that when you hear a lot of people say, especially the age argument, I'm just too, I'm too old to figure out how to use these digital tools, specifically the communication tools. I always point out like, 
senior adults get on Facebook. They get on Facebook all the time. And why do they get on Facebook? Because they want to see pictures of their grandkids. So they've got this motivation of, if I want to see the latest photo of my five-year-old granddaughter's birthday party, you bet I'm going to get on Facebook and you bet I'm going to see those photos and you bet I'm going to comment on them. I'm going to like them, post emojis. You bet I'm going to learn how to do all these things. Why? Because I have this deep motivation to connect with my family and specifically connect with my grandkids or see my grandkids. So therefore... I'm going to learn how to use Facebook, even though it doesn't have the greatest interface in the world. I'm going to learn how to friend people. I'm going to learn how to do all those things. Why? Because I have a deep motivation to do that. If your people who are technophobic aren't really engaging with technology, they may not have the right motivation. They may not see the benefit of it. And if you can explain the benefit of it and that motivation kicks in, then you've got a drive there that maybe will kind of, if you will, implore them to kind of spend more time with the technology and they'll become better at using it. Again, whatever platforms you're trying to get people on board to use in your church. And the third thing you can do is you can help them get small wins. Help people who are technophobic, fear of technology, help them get small wins. Because you find if you if you do stuff that's tiny, small wins, science shows that when you do that, it kind of builds momentum. It's just tiny little wins. So that could be something as simple as, let's say you have a children's ministry and you're trying to get them to start an Instagram account. And so let's say they post some photos in, you know, three days in a row because you told them, hey, I want you to do consistent daily content or at least post in the stories uh, part of, the, of Instagram every single day. Well, if they do that, okay, and they do that like four or five days in a row and granted, let's say the stuff is not perfect, but at least they were consistent with it. Then you turn around and say, you know what? You you call them out. You call them out in staff meeting. You email them. You text them and say, hey, I really appreciate you doing this. This is really paying off. Even if you can find some stats that are wins, like, hey, you went up in this many views on this video that you did. Anything that can give them encouragement that makes them feel they're on the right path, that's going to be huge for them. It's going to give them these small wins that feel like they're building momentum towards something. And when you do that small wins, one of the things that's really important when you build, help them build small wins is you need to provide constant feedback loops. You need to be giving them constant feedback as they go along. This isn't a thing where you, one time you train them on how to use a tool and you walk away. I have a habit of doing that because I think, oh, people will just pick it up. But what I realize is, is I consistently have to do 30, 60, 90 day check-ins with people to say, hey, time out. Are you getting what you need? How can I help you? I've noticed here you've done this. Hey, you're doing this part great. You know, I, I kind of want to coach them as we go along, but I, I need to do that on a consistent basis until they build up the acumen where they're able to do it all by themselves. And I don't have to have to worry about that. But that's not a one time training. That's a thing that it's a consistent thing that has to happen until they kind of get in that rhythm and they've kind of built up momentum before you know it's a flywheel effect kicks in and they're on their own and they're doing it. They're doing it really well. And you're you can. You can take the training wheels off, if you will, and, and let them go. But I have to do that feedback loop because I just can't do it one time and then walk away. As much as you'd like to do that, that's not really the reality. So providing that feedback loop keeps them going and keeps them encouraging and keeps them motivated. So here's the three things, going back, recapping real quick, three things you can do when you're dealing with technophobic staff. One, unpack the fact it's not about brain smart or age. It's about time you spend with the technology. Two, it's about motivation. Help them find the proper motivation. Help them understand and see how the benefit of the technology can benefit them and their ministry or the church. And hopefully that that motivation part will kick in, which will want them to will will drive them to spend more time with the technology. And three, 
help them find ways to get small wins, ways that they can they can feel like they're gaining momentum, and you're providing feedback loops inside of that of the small wins, so they feel like they're being guided as they go along, and they feel like somebody's there holding their hand the entire way. But also, more importantly, they feel encouraged and they feel like they're not alone in what they're trying to do. So if you do those three things, I believe you're going to help some of your technophobic staff come out of their shell, if you will, and really start to embrace technology and embrace a lot of the digital communication channels that you and I both know can be really effective for you in your church. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode of Let's Get Practical, do us a huge favor, leave us a rating on iTunes or subscribe on iTunes. You can also check us out on Google Play and Spotify as well. Until next time, you all take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.